Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You know, you know what it is, right? It's not so average. We start early today. I'm actually starting a full five minutes earlier than I told everybody. I'm doing a little sneaky shit right now. Nah, I'm just playing. We're going to get ready. We're doing this shit live. And for your, for, your, for your listening pleasure, we're getting this in right now. Here's what we're going to do today, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have an hour of Nacho Average Tuesdays. We're going to talk about Week 13 game scores and highlights. We're also going to talk about Week 14, what to expect, the last few teams on by, and how the AFC is now run by the New England Patriots. And the New England Patriots are now the best team in the NFL. The Lombardi Trophy runs through Foxborough. And I think that's an interesting topic we're going to get into on maybe – uh, later today, um, but as <clears throat> we proceed to give you what you'll need, you know, I always tell you that one thing, the one phrase, how about we just do it right now, intro time, no, 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 just kidding, if you didn't hear us yesterday, it was not an anomaly, we were missing yesterday, some technical issues, we'll be back today, which we are doing with Not Your Average Tuesday, we're going to have Giants venting hours Starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time again, Giants venting hour, 7 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. Um, go ahead and download that, get that, you know, knock it out the park, Rick. You know how we do it. So um, tomorrow, don't forget to tune in for Debate Wednesdays with Black Freezy. Also, on Thursday, Thriving Thursdays, we'll be back with LRP East Style Fridays. There is a lot to cover on East Style Fridays. Because I know we're going to get into a lot of it. Hawkeye, MCU, Spider-Man, Venom. There's just a bunch to talk about on Friday. We're going to get into all of that good shit, all the good stuff. The fighting that went down between uh, 3-6 Mafia and Bone Thugs. I want to get into all of that versus shit on Friday with E. So we're going to get into a lot of that good shit uh, as we get into uh, this week. So, again, week 13 going into week 14. Like I always say around this time, though, you know what we got to do? We're going to hit this intro on What about tomorrow? Time for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us. We don't like them. Nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. you got to run the ball. The side. Here we go. Stop the running run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you got to pressure the passer. Wentang's in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon, Vernon. 
two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16 or no, huh? 16 or no, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You, you know, we just dragged him aside. Holy, and one and only, Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana. Yo, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Ooh. Ooh. I know y'all hear that. <laughs> I didn't mean to click it, but it's my fire. <clears throat> As we proceed, ladies and gentlemen, to give you more of what you need, uh, give me one second here. There we go. There we go. Uh, mm. That's interesting. Sorry. Let's get some things going on here. <clears throat> Not your average Tuesday. Not you on the box. Twitter, Facebook, and some Instagrams. If you want to check them out, you know. Not too much, not too crazy. Uh, as we get into this uh, NFL Week 14, uh, we will discuss all the games from the weekend, including last night's game, a very exhilarating Monday Night Football game with a ton of passing and a ton of points. We'll get into that later. Here we go. Thursday Night Football. Uh, you know, a little different from last Thursday being Thanksgiving in three games, but the cool thing about this is both these teams played last Thanksgiving uh, so it was a full week of rest for both teams, like a regular, like a regular, uh, uh, regular week for them. I don't know why I said that so many times, but uh, they got seven days rest. Both teams, and the Dallas Cowboys, come out there and win the game, twenty-seven, seventeen on Sunday. We gonna start it out and get it out. Buccaneers get the Falcons. <clears throat> Buccaneers defeat the Falcons, thirty to seventeen, as the Cardinals defeat the Bears, thirty-three to twenty-two. The Chargers taking out the. Uh, Bengals 41 to 22. Lions getting their first win of the year, 29 to 27 over the Vikings. Oh my goodness, it was amazing. Uh, Dolphins beating uh, the Giants 20 to 9. Eagles beating the Jets 33 to 18. While the Colts take on the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. 
Molly Wapton 31-0. Washington football team, uh, formerly known as the Redskins, defeating the Las Vegas Raiders by two points, 17-15. Jacksonville taking another shellacking, uh, 37-7 from the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Seem to be clicking on all cylinders, see if that can be a a motivational booster for the Rams moving forward. Steelers getting a late-game victory over the Ravens as Ravens go for two uh, to win the game. 20-19 Twenty to nineteen Steelers over the Ravens um, in the afternoon game on Sunday, and then the Forty ers falling to the Seahawks thirty to twenty-three. Man, that was an interesting one there. Uh, Sunday night football has the Chiefs beating the Broncos twenty-two to nine. A very interesting matchup there. Uh, kind of close to you know late there until the, the Chiefs break it out. <clears throat> uh, a very very low performance from Patrick Mahomes again, but we'll get into that as well. And then of course. Last night's game, the slobber knocker of an AFC East matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. The Buffalo Bills had one job. They couldn't do it. New England 14-10, uh, taking over the AFC first place in all of that conference. Um, again, that was a team that was, I believe, 1-3 to start the year. 1-4. Yeah, 1-4 uh, on a seven-game losing streak, or seven-game winning streak now. Eight and four for the New England Patriots. Um, <clears throat> as we look ahead to week 14, uh, Thursday night football up here in a couple days is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. And give me one second here. I'm sorry about that. <clears throat> I cleared my throat and get a little wrinkle over there. <laughs> Thursday night football sees the Minnesota Vikings fresh off a loss to the defeated Detroit Lions uh, taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers in Minnesota. 6-5-1 Pittsburgh traveling to Minnesota, 5-7. Chicago Bears. Oh, sorry, we'll get into that one later because that is Sunday night. Uh, in the morning games, we'll start with the Ravens taking on the Browns. In for Ravens taking on the 6-6 six six Browns coming off the bye. Ravens coming off a tough loss to the division rival Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Tennessee Titans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, 8-4, 10-2. Uh, we'll like to see how the Jaguars do or how the Titans do uh, coming up there by as well. Um, sorry there. As we move on to the next game in the morning slot, the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Kansas City, 6-6 six six Las Vegas, traveling to 8-4 Kansas City, one uh, 1 p.m. matchup, Kansas City nine-and-a-half favorites um, in that one, as well as Tennessee nine-point favorites in their game. Cleveland two-and-a-half-point favorites over Baltimore. Uh, moving on to the next matchup in the morning. Uh, will be, well, in the morning, but afternoon for the East Coast. Uh, first uh, slate of games there is going to be, uh, or in this slate of games, the uh, New York Jets taking on the New Orleans Saints. That's going to be a good one as it pertains to two teams. Don't seem to be going anywhere as of late. And the New Orleans Saints just, you know, decimated the injury. See what the Jets have for them. Uh, divisional game here as the Dallas Cowboys travel to Washington. We take on the formerly known Redskins. 8-4 uh, and four Dallas, 6-6 six and six Washington. Uh, that could be a, a, a very, very swinging uh, divisional matchup for the Cowboys, as you can tell by their records, how close they are. Again, the another divisional matchup in the NFC South, however, Atlanta Falcons traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers, five and seven records for both of them. Um, as you move on again to another uh, early game there, in the early window, Seattle traveling all the way to Houston to take on the Texans. 
should be a motivational booster for the Seahawks, so we'll see how that plays out for them. Afternoon games go as this. Uh, 4.05 kickoff for the Broncos and the Lions. Broncos at 6-6, six and six, hosting the Detroit Lions at 110-1. and one. Denver is an eight-point favorite. The Los Angeles Chargers taking on the New York Giants at 7-5 and five and 4-8. and eight. Los Angeles, 10.5-point favorites. Ooh, that is an interesting one there. As we move on to the next one here, San Francisco 49ers traveling to Cincinnati in a rematch of a Super Bowl from a long time ago. 6-6 six six San Francisco 49ers taking on the 7-5 and five Cincinnati Bengals. And then, of course, the Buffalo Bills are taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay at 9-3 and three and Buffalo at 7-5 and five off their Monday night loss to the New England Patriots. As I move on to the next game here, the Los Angeles Rams going on down. The Phoenix take on the 10-2 and two division rival Arizona Cardinals for Monday Night Football. That wraps up your Week 14 matchups as we move back to Week 13. Uh, like we always do, you know, you, you, you dwell on the past, you move forward, and then you dwell back on the past again because that's what we do at the NFL football field. So here we go. Um, Thursday Night Football is definitely not a game I'm going to spend too much time on. Um, when you look at the score, you look at the teams, um, uh, New Orleans have shelled themselves, missing QB1, missing WR1, missing RB1, missing left tackle one, missing right tackle one, missing some defensive players. New Orleans is just not New Orleans right now. So uh, this is a game that I think everyone had Dallas, everyone had Dallas winning, especially since both teams were coming off of weak long uh, rest instead of three days. I think it was interesting and awesome for the NFL to do that to Dallas and New Orleans, um, giving them the Thanksgiving game off of three days rest, but then giving them another Thursday night game and then now a Sunday game, uh, giving them you know some time to rest up there and, and, and get healthy, which is kind of cool. Uh, moving on to Sunday, uh, again, again, I'm not going to spend too much time on here. Buccaneers uh, manhandling the Falcons. It looks kind of close there. Tom Brady throws a pick six. Uh, promptly go ahead and throws another touchdown and closes that game out 30-17. Uh, not too much to talk about there. Um, that's just a divisional game. It started off the way it should have close like it did last time. And then, of course, Tampa Bay running away with it. Uh, Andy Dalton tried everything he could. That run game, that defense just could not hold up in Chicago, um, especially uh, since a lot of people didn't know how Arizona was going to do in that weather. They did well. I think you can, you can say uh, uh, move on. I think they are ready to take on an opponent in bad weather. How they will, if they can consistently perform like that, is another question. Especially if it's in a colder, a much colder climate, a little bit north maybe. We'll see how that works out. Um, but of course, if they got a plan there, uh, their beautiful stadium out here in Arizona for the playoffs, uh, every team will love that. Sunny and 75 um, is amazing to get when uh, you want when you're in playoff time. Uh, but again, Cardinals handled that game pretty easily. Win by. Uh, 11 points, 33 to 22. Uh, a game that I will spend a little bit of time on is a game that got really, really close and then really, really not. Um, and that's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers and the Cincinnati Bengals. It started off um, like you know you thought any any of it. Any it started off like this game should have, I guess, or people thought it would be quote unquote sarcasm. Touchdown, fumble, field goal, interception, touchdown, punt. That was back and forth. Los Angeles touchdown. Cincinnati fumble, Los Angeles field goal, Cincinnati interception, Los Angeles touchdown, Cincinnati punt. 
is a 16-0 hole, 16-0 hole that the Cincinnati Bengals put themselves into um, at one point being 24-0 after the Chargers get another touchdown. Bengals call all the way back. Now, this is a, a, a gritty team. In the second quarter, they get a, you know, they get, they get, uh, they get a touchdown. They go for two. They don't get it. Um, <clears throat> they get a, they get another touchdown. Um, they go for two. They don't get it as well that time. Uh, it, you know, they're trying. They come out of halftime, get the field goal. Uh, they get a fumble on the Chargers. They get a touchdown. It's 22-24 uh, with about nine minutes. Oh, oh sorry, let's get this correct here. Two-point conversion. Joe Burrow throws. Anyway, that was a touchdown, seven-yard run, two-point conversion. Mixon gets a seven-yard run touchdown. They tried to, they don't try to get up. They tried to tie the game up with a two-point conversion and failed. It's 22-24 here uh, with 7-10 left in the third. And then it, it, it's punt, 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 fumble, touchdown. I just think this is the turning point, obviously, in the game for, for, the, for the teams here. Uh, the defense has stepped up. Uh, a total of four yards between both teams in Los Angeles having it twice. Um, after uh, Cincinnati be, comes within two points, uh, defense has stepped it up. They wouldn't let either offense do anything on them, and then, that's when Los Angeles has stepped it up even more. They got a fumble and a touchdown. Joe Mixon fumbling the football, brings it back, makes it a, a fumble seven. Uh, a fumble seven being 31-22 uh, at this point. Oh, how does that work? Oh, yeah. And the extra point is good, making it 31-22 at this point. And, and the Chargers just never look back. Uh, defense takes over to get a couple key sacks there on Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow and them got to punt it directly after getting that fumble six. And then Chargers marked right down the field, 53 yards in four plays, 38-22, and that's all she wrote. Um, Joe Burrow, interception and on downs to end the game. He tried, he tried, he tried. He's just not there yet. Give him another year, and I think that man's ready to go. Um Los Angeles, just a better team defensively, able to get everything um, locked in and, and in place um, as that was the, the key for them. Um, so, yeah, it's just a, it was a very interesting game. You found out a lot about the Bengals and a lot about the Chargers moving forward. Uh, now with the Chargers uh, sitting there at uh, making sure seven and five now uh, in the heat of this playoff race, a team that we definitely didn't see uh, like the Bills, uh, down here at that 7-5. and five. Um, It's going to be an interesting one uh, moving forward. Um, another game here that I did want to get into was Seattle and, and San Francisco. Um, the way this game went, the way this thing did, uh, pretty much just, just it was fun to watch. Uh, uh, you know, you get back and forth, 7-7, 14-7, 17-7, 14-17, 14-23, 14-23, 21-21. Uh, this is a close game throughout a nice, hard-fought NFC West uh, divisional battle. Um, Seattle ends up getting the touchdown uh, to, I believe, uh, to Tyler Lockett. Uh, the beautiful touchdown pass to Tyler Lockett over the shoulder fade on third and six from the San Francisco 12. 
uh, puts it up, puts them up uh, 30 to 23 with 228 left in the third. And we just saw a plethora of bad offense. Punt, 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 fumble down, end of the game. Um, a, a very much defensive battle that went from, um, you know, fun to watch. It looked like it was going to be a high-scoring game. And then there throughout the entire fourth quarter, nobody was able to score. Nobody was able to move forward. So uh, that was the um, the end-all, be-all. I just wanted to get in that because that is, that is the most interesting part about this. And, and the reason I bring that up is to bring up the NFC playoff picture because as much as we're going to get into the AFC here in just a minute, the NFC picture is just a lot of fun to talk about when you talk about five, six, seven, eight, nine, a 10, 11, a 12, and even interesting enough that New York Giants there at 13 and 4 and 8, uh, even though it's probably going to be a 4 and a four and 13 year for them. Even here in week, going into week 14, hopes can be high uh, in this NFC playoff picture because, look, there's a couple games that separate these teams. Uh, San Francisco here in the 7th seed, Washington in the 6th seed, Los Angeles Rams in the 5th seed. It, it's 6 and 6 from 6 seed down. It, it, it's not as if, um, and, and we'll start at New Orleans, Who's five and seven, six and six and five and seven? That's one game, people. So this is this is this is going to get real, real. The word I'm going to use is raunchy and moving forward because look, one, two, and three are pretty much lost. Okay, I think we can look at Arizona, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay as the end all be all when it comes to the NFC. Um, those three teams are head and shoulders above everybody else, and they'll be fighting out for the number one seed uh, here over the next few weeks. And we'll see who gets it. Um, yeah, Green Bay holding the tiebreakers over Tampa Bay and Arizona on head-to-head tiebreakers uh, as it stands right now um, is is interesting. But the way that this goes out, um, the way that this finishes out, those three teams are just doing what they got to do. When you look at Dallas, when you look at Los Angeles Rams, when you look at Washington, San Francisco, Philly, Minnesota, Carolina, Atlanta, and New Orleans, it's went out. Went out and they're in. There's no doubt about it. Philly wins out. Washington wins out. Minnesota, they're all in. Seven losses. Ten wins, seven losses. Ten wins. It was the magical number a year ago when it was 16 games. It's the magical number now when it's 17 games. Ten wins. Nine wins possibly could do it, uh, but it's looking like ten wins is going to get you in. Um it's just the way the way the cookie crumbles. We're looking at five more uh five more weeks you gotta win out. Win out, win out, people. Win out. Win the F out. The issue and the fun thing about this is a lot of these teams are gonna have to play each other, considering a lot of these teams are divisional rivals. Look at we got San Francisco and I think San Francisco and and uh Los Angeles, I believe, play each other in week fourteen. There's just a lot of implications when it comes to these playoff um, teams and, and, and things of that nature. So uh, let's get all the way deep into this AFC because this is a, a, a conference that is going to be fun to watch. And the two and four, sorry, the two and four New England Patriots that were uh, after week six are now the nine and four Patriots in the first seed, eight and four Tennessee in the second seed, Baltimore eight and four in the third seed, Kansas City eight and four in the fifth seed. Los Angeles Chargers in the fifth seed at seven and five, Cincinnati at seven and five in the sixth seed. 
Buffalo at seven and five in the seventh seed. Pittsburgh six five and one in the eighth seed. Indianapolis seven and six. Las Vegas six and six. Cleveland six and six. Denver six and six. Now we're not going to go to Miami because I think seven losses now is going to be a hard thing to come out of. But look at six and seven. Six and seven. Miami. Now look again. Houston Texans only team. There's 31 teams still viable for the NFL playoffs. So we'll see. How many teams can lock up uh, divisions? There are some divisional um, games that can be locked up this weekend, uh, some divisional playoff uh, implications, uh, divisional crowns being won over the weekend, playoff seating still up for grabs in, in, in a lot of these places. But AFC, NFC is just going to be uh, a really, really going to be fun to watch the AFC unfold, considering we have a team in the New England Patriots who are now the best team in all the NFL. They can run the football. They have a top-notch defense who just shut down, who was the heir apparent, supposed to be the greatest thing since vice spread MVP, Josh Allen. Shut him down. Shut him completely down. Didn't do anything. 15 for 30, 120-something, 130-something, and some wind. Come on, a little bit of wind. You're supposed to have one of the strongest arms in all the NFL, Josh Allen. You, 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 know, you had some crappy seasons to start. You progressed. Third season, was, this is supposed to be you, MVP, running this division. Still looking up to Big Daddy in New England and Bill Belichick while they're spanking your ass on Monday Night Football on primetime. Get your ass together, Buffalo. Um, this is going to be the scenarios as we move forward um, into this. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Breaking this down, breaking this down. All right, here we go. We're just going to pretty much run through the playoff seating, what you need to know, the remaining schedule um, about the teams. Um, we'll just run through the top two teams of, of, of the way it works out here. Again, the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots, they did take over the number one team in the AFC um, on Monday night, like we just discussed, against the Bills. Um they also lead Tennessee, Baltimore, and Kansas City by half a game in the conference winnings as the Patriots head into their bye week. So, again, Patriots are the last team on the last few teams heading to the bye. They got to play 13 straight games. Now they get to head to the bye, get healthy, and then get, get ready. They have the bye at Colts versus the Bills versus the Jaguars at the Dolphins. Man, after the way that they just, they just smacked the Bills, the Colts seems like that might be the only challenge for them considering they can run the football with Jonathan, with Jonathan Allen and Carson Wentz has been able to move the football and get it to his playmakers as of late. As it concerns for Buffalo, following their loss, they move all the way down to the number seven seed in the AFC, but they're just a half a game ahead of Pittsburgh because of that tie they had to the defeated Detroit Lions. So the Bills lose the conference record tiebreaker to the Los Angeles at number five and Cincinnati at number six. Um, again, their remaining schedule is not easy. Buccaneers, Patriots, Panthers, Falcons, Jets. No buy for them. They've already had it. Five games left at the Buccaneers, against the, at home in Buffalo against the Panthers, at the Patriots, at home against the Falcons, and at home against the Jets. Uh, we consider those last two games probably the beginnings, but the way this team has been playing, we'll have to see, especially with the injuries as it pertains to their uh, running back position. As we move on to the AFC North, we're going to talk about the, 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 the Baltimore Ravens. Again, Baltimore stays in first place in the AFC 
thanks to Cincinnati. If Cincinnati was able to pull out that win against Los Angeles, it would be a whole different story. We'd be talking a big difference about uh, Joe Burrow to uh, moving into week 14. But the way that takes over, uh, going to, uh, the way that moves is, uh, but the three teams in the AFC North are separated by game. Uh, the Ravens beat the Chiefs. They have the number three seed in the conference, but they don't play <laughs> they don't play a team under 500 rest of the season, y'all. Ravens have a schedule. Browns, Packers, Bengals, Rams, Steelers. Ravens have the most danger of missing the playoffs because of this remaining schedule. Good defenses, good offenses, some teams that are really, really vying. And then, of course, you've got the three divisional matchups against three teams that just want to mollywop you because they know your quarterback is a running back and he can't throw. We'll get into that later. That is going to be an interesting one. Cincinnati, again, they lose to the Chargers on Sunday. <laughs> it keeps it keeps them out of the AFC North lead, but just by a half, just by a game. Again, they got to play the Bengals, or they got to play the, the the Ravens later as well. Um, they all the way at the at the sixth seed in the AFC. Uh, again, they're just a half a game above Pittsburgh for the final spot, but hold the conference record tiebreaker over the Bills. The loss of the Chargers cost Cincinnati position of the number five seed in the AFC because they would have had the head to head tiebreaker. So again. Uh, the Chargers, you know, or uh, the the Bengals, if they would have beat the Chargers, they would have, you know, it would have really helped their seeding. But they're still in there. They're at the sixth seed. We'll see how the Bengals can do, especially with this remaining schedule at the 49ers, at the Broncos, at home versus the Ravens, at home versus the Chiefs, and then on the road to Cleveland. Cincinnati's got a long road ahead of them, but again, four games might get you into this playoffs. Ten and seven might get you there. Um, Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. Um, they're in the playoff hunt. They got a big victory over the Ravens. Ravens going for two. Again, um, not very many people can make the move that 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 uh, Lamar Jackson made to make the defender miss to be able to throw that football. 99% of the other quarterbacks in the league can make that throw. So um, it's a give and take when you get to Lamar. He's going to do something that 98% of the quarterbacks can't do, but then he's going to fail at the other thing that, you know, maybe 95 of them can get done. So to give and take, you hope that he can get that thing together and, you know, get the football to the right to the right position and, and Andrews catches it. But uh, they lose to the Steelers. Um, the crazy thing is the tie is really hurting the Steelers right now, and it would be really helping them in this divisional race. Um, it is against the NFC, so it's not that huge, but it is a half a game. Um, so it gets them in the AC behind Buffalo a half a game. Uh, and then, of course, they were at the Vikings at home against at the Vikings on Thursday night in two days. Let's not forget that. And then again, at home against the Titans, at home against the Chiefs, on the road against the Browns, and on the road or at home against the Browns and on the road against the Ravens. It's going to be one of those interesting, interesting finishes of the season for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cleveland Browns, or the Cleveland Browns. Ravens, Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. Put a fork in them, they're done. Better luck next year, Baker. Uh, as we move to uh, the AFC South, the Titans are the Titans there in the number two seed. Uh, we'll see if Derrick Henry comes back. He's still mind-boggling. is the third leading rusher in the NFL in the Week 13, and he hasn't played for almost over a month. Wowzers. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see when they come back. They don't have a very menacing schedule um, for the Tennessee down the road. At home against Jacksonville, 
on the road in Pittsburgh, on the road in San Fran, at home against the Dolphins, at home against the Texans. You you plan to finish three and two, four and one would be nice down the stretch. Excuse me, sorry about that. Until Tennessee has a nice season stretch coming up for them, especially with their defense getting healthy and getting back on track. Indianapolis, you got everything ahead of you. You got a bye week, you get healthy, you get back. You got at the you got to go. You got the home sorry home against New England at Arizona, home against the Las Vegas Raiders, and then at Jacksonville. Um, Vegas, who knows what that what what team that's going to be there in week seven week sixteen there week seventeen there. Um, and then of course. Uh, the Cardinals, and then the Patriots. So you got two games that are tough. Two games that you know, you know, you know, you're going to get in Jacksonville. Uh, but of course, the Raiders. That could be a team that's looking to the offseason already. So uh, that'll be interesting as we move forward there. And then of course, AFC West is the AFC West. Uh, a couple of six and six teams, uh, and then the Chargers at seven and five, and the Chiefs at eight and four. Um, the, the, the Chiefs are doing everything they can to stay in it. They're at the four seed now. Um, but with the few losses they had at the beginning of the year uh, and the way that they're playing, it's going to be rough for them to get uh, three straight wins to go back uh, to a third straight Super Bowl. We'll see how that plays out for them. Um, we'll get this out of the way. Chiefs remaining schedule, uh, home against the Raiders, on the road against the Chargers, home against the Steelers, on the road against the Bengals, um, and then on the road against the Broncos. A very tough stretch against some tough divisional opponents, all AFC opponents as well. Uh, can't be losing more than one or two. It's going to be a tough stretch for them. Chargers down the stretch here um, and taking on uh, the Giants at home, Chiefs at home, Texans on the road, Broncos at home, Raiders on the road finishing out their season, Raiders finishing out their season at the Chiefs, at the Browns versus the Broncos, at the Colts and versus the Chargers, Broncos finishing out versus the Lions, versus, uh, versus the Lions at home against the Lions, at home against the Bengals, on the road against the, the Raiders, and the Chargers, and then again back home against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and, and that runs out your AFC. Uh, that's how it's going to look uh, for the AFC. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be just the way I think a lot of people anticipated the AFC to play out. So um, and what I mean, and when I say that, I, I don't think you heard the sarcasm because I said it so cleanly. Uh, it's nothing like anybody anticipated Buffalo at seven, New England at one, Tennessee at three, um, Kansas City, even though on their winning ways, what really are they? Can they get it together, be the high-powered offense and the defensive stopping power to stop actual legit playoff quarterbacks? Can they do it? That's going to be interesting to see what teams in the AFC can really get it done. And to me right now, there's no team that's out there screaming, it's me, it's me, it's me. This is the most wide-open conference I think I've ever seen. This is the most wide-open any conference has ever been in my existence, and I'm lying because it's been some pretty close conferences, but look at this, man. It, 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 one team with nine wins. Not a single team in the AFC has ten wins going into week 14. That is an anomaly in my opinion. We've got a team, We've got two teams in the NFC that are going to get ten wins this week, most likely. We've got another one who's probably going to try to get – who's going to get a week win number 11. Yeah, three teams – with 10 wins going into week 15, where you might only have one, we're only going to possibly have one in New England. This is a new AFC. There's no top dog. There's no nothing. And the fact that, and the New England Patriots have a perfect run game. They have a perfect defense, and they've got the greatest, the greatest head coach of all time 
and Bill Belichick, who said, if you're going to stop me, you're going to stop the run, and they couldn't do it. It's just the way it's going to go. It's just the way it's going to be. The AFC is going to be the most wide open we've ever seen. And then when they get to the Super Bowl, the NFC's opponent's going to molly whop them. That's just how it's going to be. There's no AFC team that I look at that sits here and says, I'm going to go to the playoffs, I'm going to run through the AFC, and then I'm going to go up against New England. I'm going to go up against Tampa Bay. I'm going to go up against Arizona. I'm going to go up against Dallas. I'm going to go up against Green Bay or even Los Angeles Rams and, and beat them. No, nah, I don't care. Kansas City, Baltimore, Tennessee, New England, they're going to have a fun time going through that AFC, get to the NFC, get to the, get to the bowl game, get they, get they, uh, get they shit pushed in. That's just all, there, that's all there is to it. it, it it's the NFC is Super Bowl to lose from here on out. <clears throat> Completer teams, better quarterbacks, and that's just the way it goes. Um, moving on to the NFC, however, it's just fun to watch as we look at the rest of the rest of the the the, the wild card play out. Um, we kind of got a good sense: Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas. Those people are probably going to win their divisions. And then we look at Washington, San Francisco, Philly, Minnesota, Carolina, and Atlanta and New Orleans. And if any of those teams can go on a late late push here, get to ten and seven get to 10 wins first, I think has the, the, the best opportunity here uh, to clinch a, a, a wild card berth. Um, and, and, you know, of course, it's easy for Los Angeles. They've only got two two more to get to 10. I think they they get two or three more wins. It looks like it's a cakewalk for them with their schedule too, so it's not going to be entirely too, too rough. Um, it's not going to be entirely too tough for them to to handle um, the you know w- what comes at them in the in the in the following weeks. So um, the NFC, uh, I, like I said, as I as as we move forward here, the NFC is going to be uh, as as it stands. It'll be the four teams: Arizona, Green Bay, Dallas, Tampa, Dallas, and Tampa Bay. Those four divisions probably hold division banners by the end of week fourteen and the week fifteen. Um, those guys will move on. The order will be determined how how they finish. Again, uh, Green Bay holding head-to-head tiebreakers over Tampa Bay and Arizona as it speaks, Uh, head-to-head over Tampa Bay with a better conference record, head-to-head over Arizona because AJ does not turn around. Um, So as we move forward, that will be an interesting race who gets the week off going into the World Cup weekend. But um, NFC is not as wide open. Uh, One, two, three, and four. You can pretty much pen them in um, at one, two, three, and four, and then just pencil in the number. You can erase a number and, and put that in there any way you want. So um, we'll see what Los Angeles can bring um, this weekend, um, but they, I don't think they have anything for a healthy Arizona team um, at all. So um, we already saw that. So uh, we'll look at Los Angeles trying to get two wins following this week, probably moving to – Eight and five, and see if they can get to ten and five. After that, if not, they'll be in the heat of this thing as well. Especially if Washington can, can sprinkle a win or two here in a row, and especially if San Francisco can. That's going to be an interesting one, especially with San Francisco playing them, I believe, here in a couple of weeks. We do have LRP on the line with us, sir. Um, we are talking week thirteen going into week fourteen. Uh, just talking the playoff picture as it stands. Uh, we were getting into AFC, NFC. Um, Pretty much NFC 
not as wide open as the AFC following last night's New England uh, 14 to 10 victory over the Buffalo Bills. Anything you'd like to talk about Monday Night Football or these playoffs before we wrap up uh, and get on out of here here in about 25, 20, 25 minutes? Mm, no. <laughs> um, it was a cold-ass, windy game last night. Um, but 62 times? The Patriots ran the ball. That's, I mean, I guess the only thing to add is just the sheer creativity and willingness to alter your game plan and stick with the game plan, regardless, regardless. And then, you know, creating and throwing in some more ingredients into that game plan to make sure that it works. I mean, man, I think the stat was like almost 92%, no, like 89% of the time last night that the Patriots started a extra left tackle, you know what I mean, jumbo set the whole daggone game, you know, because... They weren't confident, or and rightfully so, you know. Matt Jones, I mean Mac Jones, that was a first of his kind. That win was crazy. I mean, the, every time the ball tried to get in the air, the wind swatted it out of it and said, "Get your ass out of the air! What are you doing?" You know what I mean? Um, and they go. I didn't watch the whole thing, obviously, but uh, just a hell of a Oh, game plan. Run the ball. They did it, and they won. As far as that, man, you know, I follow your need. What what you talking about? We can get into last night's game, which is, uh, I don't don't know if creativity is the word I would use, um, considering it was hand the football off, run the left, run the right. They did throw a couple of reverses in there. Um, but the creativity, I, that's a stretch for me, but I will say that the, the willingness to stick with the game plan, regardless of what was happening now, again, what was happening is it was working. The game plan was run the football. They bust out a 60-something yard, uh, Harris bust out a 60-something yard touchdown run. Um, it, it, it's working. You're going to get the ball, pounding the football, pounding the football. Uh, they throw it three times. It's said 45 rushes to three pass attempts, 90, 95%, I believe. <clears throat> rushing attempts, 61% is the uh, 6-0 lineman uh, package that you were going at. 61% of the plays were 6-0 linemen. That is a, a, a staggering, staggering statistical um, anomaly when it comes to offensive linemen. Uh, you just don't do that in this day and age. It's a passing league as much as even the Ravens like to run the football. They don't do that on a consistent basis, So, um, or even Cleveland. So uh, this is uh, this was – we need to run the football. We cannot pass. And not either uh, whether you like to say noodle arm for Matt Jones, whether you like to say rookie decisions, whether you like to say the wind is going super crazy, whatever, whatever. Um, the game plan was run the football and keep it out of Matt Jones' hands as little as possible, keep it in Matt Jones' hands as little as possible. Uh, and, look, you just – you have to believe – I have to believe Matt Jones was right. I, throw, I threw that one pass to Jonu. I, I hope he caught it. 
let's just not do that again. And you feel like maybe that was the case. Um, Bill Belichick saying that him being the constant professional again, there's everything that's coming out from him today. Is, you know, the first thing he did, uh, the first thing he does when he gets to, uh, or uh, what's his name, the, the the guy at Bryce Young, the guy at Alabama now. He's talking how Mac Jones was in the uh, the, the the film room the entire time. Taught him how to be that guy. He gets to New England. He's in the film room. He doesn't check his phone. Peyton Manning says, hey, look, you know, you haven't texted me all week. What's going on? I haven't checked my phone since Wednesday. We're here Saturday. What's going on? How does that work for you? So um, Mac Jones is, is, is quintessentially um, what um, the Bill Belichick cookie cutter of a quarterback is going to be. Sit down, shut up, do what I tell you, look at film. I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you what's best. We saw, um, we saw, uh, what is that, man in the mirror or whatever, man of the year or whatever, uh, Tom Brady's thing. He started his career, but Belichick is walking him into the film room like, look at this. This is what the defense is going to do. This is what the offense is going to do. This is what the defense is going to do. This is what the offense is going to do. Hey, on this time play, you're going to do this. With this defense is this, you're going to do this. They cut to a play on Sunday, and the exact same thing happened. He's doing that now with Mac Jones. Again, higher, higher ceiling and a higher floor that he started with in Mac Jones than Tom Brady in 2001. Then he has now 2021. That's why you get nine and four first in the AFC straight out the box. So that's the great thing that I see last night. Um, and, 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 of course, as, mo- as wide open as I say the AFC is, it's really not. It runs through Foxborough. You're going to have to go through Foxborough to get to the Super Bowl. And with the BB at holding the clipboard and telling his team what to do and the quintessential Mac Jones 10 out there doing whatever he needs to to win the game, whether it's throw three passes or throw three touchdowns, he will do it. So um, we will see. And they got to face each other again in a couple weeks. So we'll see what the Bills bring to them in, in a different setting in Foxborough, what that weather is going to be like. Is it snowy? Is it beautiful? We will see. We also have Shakes with us. Shakes, my friend. Uh, we were just talking about some NFC, AFC playoffs, implications, some games going on, things of that nature. Um, anything you want to discuss over the weekend that happened, you know we will be talking or we'll be talking here in a couple hours. So anything you'd like to discuss with me the Monday night, maybe even Sunday afternoon, maybe even two-point conversions, I don't know. Whatever you want to talk about, floor is yours, sir. Please, God. Please, God. One second. Um, man, man. Listen. These damn games, this, this past weekend, I was terrible in, in predicting them. I've been doing all, like, I've been doing good all season long. Really, have been. Yeah, I mean, I was even in first place of the overall shit at one point. But this last week, I, I'm i not saying that I had a bad week. I went 500. I was 7-7. Seven, seven, seven. But it was like the losses. I'm like, really? Motherfucker lost to them? It was a lot of upsets. It was a lot of shit that I really did not see coming. Pause. But it happened. It's the NFL. Parody. You get these weeks. So, on that note, I also um, want to get everybody 
geared up because we didn't have a Montana Mondays yesterday, and that wasn't because of the loss. I really tried to make it. I really did. And I almost did. I almost did make it for y'all, man. And as soon as I was about to set the show up, somebody somebody else called me like, yo, yo, we got to do this. Oh, shit. So, sorry, but we here now. We getting y'all two shows, man, thanks to Nacho in the Box with Cheese. Um, so later on, I will be uh, doing the fantasy um, scores, standings, and upcoming matchups. I want to uh, let y'all know, like, what y'all done in the prediction pool, but I don't know. I think I probably want to save that and wait for Thursday, but every time I wait for Thursday, it's some, some shit fucks up, so I don't know. But we'll we'll think about if that throughout want, the episode. If you, I mean, if you hey. want to just run them off right now and just do what we did over the week, and then you only got to worry about the overall by Thursday if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. You can do that right now. Yeah, that's pretty good. And, um... Also, I wanted to uh, speak on a certain topic in the, the second show um, as far as quarterbacks is concerned. I don't want to give up too much, but I want to give up a little bit to tease, right? But I do, I have something in store for uh, the next show that's coming on at 7 o'clock in the hour or whatever, but pretty interesting topic. Now, as far as what y'all did, because I don't know if I even told y'all what y'all did the previous week. It's been so crazy. So I'm going to do that as well. So as far as week 12, okay, week 12, everybody. Week 12. Don't get it confused. Don't get it fucked up. Week 12, me. Shakes, I went nine and six. LRP, he went seven and eight. Black Freezy went ten and five. I believe that was no, it wasn't. Okay. Black Freezy went ten and five. J Rock went eight and seven. Either chose one from the Bronx went nine and six. The Medium Man Trey went eight and seven. Nacho in the box with cheese and easy both went nine and six. Chill Will went ten and five. Dan C went nine and six. And the uh, king of the week that week was Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. Wow. Good shit, Charlie. Um, Jackass was LRP. All right. Now, as for week 13, this last week, that was really crazy week. I didn't really get to um, say what I had down on air, I don't believe. Maybe I did. I'm not sure. I can't recall. But either way, week 13, I went 7-7, seven and seven, like I said earlier. Not a good week for me. It was mediocre. LRP went 9-5. and five. Black Freezy went 8-6. and six. J-Rock went 10-4. and four. Ida chose one from the Bronx, also went 7-7. Seven and seven. Trey, the media man, Trey went nine and five. The jackass of the week this week is Nacho in the box with cheese at six and eight. Easy went ten and four. And Sharon, the kings of the week. They all three are kings. Chillwell, Dancy, Charlie, all went eleven and three, being the kings of the week this week. That is how you did in the prediction pool this week. 
I will let y'all know how y'all did. Overall, on Thursday, or where y'all at, where y'all overall standings at right now, but that is what happened in week 12 and week 13. And you can do the overall now. You're not going to have to worry. You don't got to worry about on Thursday. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> mine. Just knock it out now. Um, I had to add them all up and shit. So I, I did it good for Thursday. All right. Um, while we're out of here, uh, well, not out of here, while we're at it here, um, go ahead. I wanted to ask you about uh, Baltimore since I got you here. Um, I did want to spend a lot more time on the other subject in the next show. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Baltimore. And then, of course, last night's game uh, with – uh, Josh Allen coming up shorter than many me, um, trying to throw the football in 60 mile an hour wins. Uh, do you want to touch on Baltimore first or last night? However you want to do it, the floor is yours. I ain't gonna say too much on Baltimore. Um, of course, y'all know I'm. I'm not pissed off at the game. I kind of already like I expect that because. Every time I say this, people be like, oh, no, uh, ain't Cleveland Pittsburgh's rivals? Ain't, ain't uh, Cleveland no Baltimore rivals? Look, they all hate each other. But what I'm trying to tell you is, is that this Ravens-Steelers rivalry is a serious rivalry. I mean, seriously, you cannot rock any Pittsburgh Steeler banner out here without hearing somebody's mouth or saying fuck you or anything like that, okay? So the the rivalry is very deep. And whenever they play, there are always good games. I love a Raven Steeler game. If I can go all year long without watching any games besides the Ravens and Steelers game, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm happy, and that even includes Giants games. If they tell me all I could do is watch a Ravens and Steelers game one time, or that you just get one game out the season, that is my game. That is my game that I want to watch. It's always great, and this didn't disappoint. This was a great game. Went down to the last minute. Pittsburgh Steelers won it. Congratulations to my sister's favorite team, my uncle's favorite team. I got a lot of Steelers fans in my family. Fuck them. But shout out to them for the victory. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. It was a good game, though, man. Watt, man, he's, he's serious. I know some people are going to sit there and still be like, what do you mean it's a serious result? What are they? Uh, 2000 or 1996, it's not even that, oh, yeah, but if you know your history, you know that that team was actually the Cleveland Browns. And they picked up shot and moved to Baltimore. Um, I think that's the way that went. And uh, they uh, they hated them. They they absolutely hated uh, the Browns from the very beginning, and it just it transferred over when they moved over to Baltimore. So it was just a, a lot of hatred, a lot of anger, a lot of mad and and, and, and and all that good stuff. So um in Baltimore, you know, they, they got their team snuck out in the middle of the night, they get Cleveland's uh, team quote unquote and, and that's how that whole thing started. So you get Cleveland and Pittsburgh rivalry just carried on over and Pittsburgh's absolutely hated Baltimore since before before. So that whole division is a bloody mess when it comes to 
uh, how much they hate each other. It goes back more than, you know, a lot of people I think even realize, especially with uh, the dating of the uh, <clears throat> conference and then, of course, those, those teams. Um, real quick, last night, it was last night. We'll get over it. it it's just uh, the most recent game. The overreaction is that the New England Patriots are now the end-all, be-all in the AFC and that it, it's just the way it's going to go. So, um, since it's just us three, it's about three minutes here of the live content. I only put it on for an hour, uh, and I started a little earlier. So that's how that's going to go. We'll go a little bit later because I want to ask these two gentlemen uh, a couple questions uh, before we move out of this. Um, and it was just going to be uh, who are your, uh, after week 13, moving into week 14, who is the – the, the quintessential favorite in each conference. Uh, who do you think uh, still has a stranglehold or may be the new favorite for you? Or if you want to just stick with what your preseason picks were, uh, what, what you it doesn't even matter. Um, uh, so to me, uh, as we move forward, starting right now, looking into week 13, uh, I think, you know, week 14, I mean after week 13, you got to put Arizona as the clear NFC favorite. And, and and even though it's it still may be an overreaction, it's New England for me. Uh, I'm going New England. Uh, those are not who I picked at the preseason. Um, it has changed, and 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 the fact that Arizona has been complete, and when they were even when they were unhealthy, when you didn't have your starting quarterback and who people thought might be the MVP, they went two and one in that stretch with Colt McCoy. So they are a complete team. And then New England, like like uh, LRP said. Uh, like I reiterated last night, it was a consistency and a commitment to the game plan. Even though the game plan was working, um, you would like to see how it was. If it wasn't working, if they were still able to stick to it, or if Mac Jones would have to throw the football. But we will see here if they continue to stick to that kind of game plan moving forward. But I do like the commitment from the entire 53 um, and that defense just coming up and showing out. Even though it was windy, um, they still wouldn't let them run. Again, you got to scratch your head at Buffalo. And why that is going to stack the box, but that's for maybe another day. So for me, I'm going to put in the AFC uh, New England and the NFC Arizona. Uh, LRP, my friend, your third NFC AFC favorites going into the playoffs as it stands going into Week 14. Again, these things are, are really hard to place, and uh, I, I don't expect anyone to put their heart and soul into something like this. But uh, just from what, just from what you've seen so far, what do you think? I think I'm going to stick with what I said last time. Uh, I think it was uh, Ravens, Cardinals. I'm going to stick with that for right now. Because, um, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. All right. I ain't even gonna wait. I did. So listen. I right? didn't mute myself. Go ahead, bro. No, you good, bro. Let me let me just say this, right? I'm gonna answer your question. I'm gonna answer it. But I'm looking at it, and it's so crazy to me because on the AFC side, and I, it's not even to go to on the records. I'm not even going just on the records. I'm just going on just the team. And when I look on the AFC t- on the AFC side, 
the top seven teams to me are all legit contenders, all legit contenders for a Super Bowl to me. And I, I'll, I'll break it down just for y'all people to know what the hell I'm talking about. New England Patriots, Tennessee Titans, Baltimore Ravens, Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Chargers, Cincinnati Bengals, Buffalo Bills. Not one of those teams, I say, is like, oh, my gosh, they shouldn't even be there. Why are they there? Oh, no. All those teams, I can sit there and say, man, they're some dangerous teams if they get in that playoffs. So, to answer on the AFC side, I'm going to stick with my Purple City game, of course. Um, but uh afraid of Patriots. I'm afraid of the Chiefs right now. Um, they hot and angry. Um, the Chargers, man, people sleeping on them, but they're a pretty scary team. I wish we got them next. But um, Cincinnati, scary team when you think about the offense. And then defensively, they not no bullshitting-ass team. Like, you can't just have your way on Cincinnati neither. Like, I'm, I'm not saying they top defense in the league, but you can't just have your way on them. And... Buffalo, of course, right? They've been playing good all season long, but they've been kind of choking lately. But all those teams right there, to me, seem like they could possibly do it. And when I look at the NFC side of the things, I only see three teams that I'm seriously like, hmm, yeah, they can do something. Only three. Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. That's it. I don't think Dallas can do anything. I think they choke. Uh, Rams, same thing. I think they choke. Washington ain't shit. San Francisco ain't shit. Philly ain't shit. Minnesota ain't shit. Carolina, uh, Atlanta ain't shit. New Orleans ain't shit. Okay? So, when I look at it, <laughs> I'm like, man, NFC looks real dominant. NFC looks pretty mediocre. But on the NFC side, to answer your question, um, I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, uh, Tampa Bay. I'll put the side by that one. Yeah, again, it's interesting when you look at the NFC and the AFC um, feeling that way. I think the question you have to ask yourself is, uh, out of those seven and those three, I think the NFC three are still on top, and, and that's what, what what everyone will be getting at is, is is as much as and as deep as the AFC is, there's no team in the AFC that really poses a threat to three, three MVP quarterbacks and three top ten defenses. I think those are the reason why NFC gets the push. But again, the deepness is definitely in the AFC. There's no denying that the way that those seven teams all have the ability to Make runs in the AFC playoffs and get a play and get a Super Bowl berth is 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 the way it goes. And if you sit here and told me that Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow went off for three straight games, I believe you. So I think that that that's where it gets to the point where. And then if you told me Herbert and e, Allen and Williams went off for three straight games, you know Hill and Mahomes did it again. Uh, Derrick Henry comes back and he goes off. Who's still in third place going into Week 14 as the rushing leader? That that that's wild in and of itself. Uh, New England goes off for three straight games. It, it, there's like you said, those teams they could do it. Do any of them really pose a threat to any of those NFC teams? Maybe Kansas City, 
but that's about it. Um, the the NFC AFC debate is going to be heated. We'll get into that, I'm sure, uh, into uh, the next one. I'm glad we got a little bit of taste going on because your boy got a little hungry. So I'm going to go hop in the whip, go do a drive through, get me some food, come back, eat it at this new desk I just put up. Uh, and then I will set the next show up. But I would like to get some closing statements. Um, or not close. Damn, I had the word. It wasn't closing. Uh, it was like before you close, prep. Maybe no, because you do that in the morning. I don't know. It's been a while since I worked in the back. But anyway, uh, I wanted to get some, you know, Intermission. preemptive, you know. You said again? Intermission. Yeah, and let's get yeah. intermission going. So. As we get this intermission going here, let's get a couple things uh, the fellows want to get off their chest now before we get into that next show, um, and then that way they don't forget about it and we don't got to worry about it. Maybe it'll be a, a subject starter for the next one. Again, it will be a Giants venting hour. I did, however, want to get into one topic of mine, uh, which we will start, and I think it's the same topic uh, that Chicks wanted to get into, uh, which is the QB one. Uh, we will definitely get into um the three letters that are F, Q, and B, uh, and then we'll get into a bunch of stuff as it pertains to your New York football giants. Again, Shakes, thank you for coming today. LRP, thank you for coming today. We'll start with Shakes. Uh, anything you'd like to say before we get into this intermission? Yeah, man, I'm tuning in uh, in an hour. We'll be back. Um, I got something in store. I, actually, I'm going to just go ahead and tease that so y'all can go ahead and Mull that over in your minds while we take this break, and then y'all should have something good and juicy for us. Pause <laughs> when we get back on here. But what I want to talk about in the next episode is for the New York Giants, what do you want to do? Because to me, Daniel Jones is done. So I'm giving you three options to think about. Which one do you want to do? And only these three options. There ain't no, no, I got another option. No. Answer with only these three options. Number one. Go for you, boy. I will. Number one, you go out in free agency, and you go out and take a chance on a Deshaun Watson. He's young. He's a great quarterback, but he has some off-field issues. Number two, do you go out in free agency and go sign a Russell Wilson if he's released, which I believe he will be? Do you sign a Russell Wilson? He wants to come to New York. His wife wants to come to New York. He's an MVP in his league. I believe if we grab him, we are Super Bowl contenders. But he's a little up there in the age and all that good shit, so maybe you don't want to go that route. But option three is to skip all that and to draft one with one of those two first-round picks that you got. That looks like it's going to be, I believe, five and six as we speak right now. The number five and six pick in the draft right now. 
That's what we have. Do you go for a quarterback? Those are the three options that I want y'all to mull over and to give me an answer. I will give y'all mine when we come back on air. But think that over, and let's talk about it. See y'all then. Like you said, uh, an hour is probably overshooting it, uh, about 55 minutes now. Uh, ran over time, maybe 50 minutes. We'll be back uh, 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 4 p.m. West Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to get it right, uh, get it down correctly. Uh, we will be back, all of us. And before we get out of here, LRP, anything you'd like to say before we get into in our mission, anything you'd like to get off your chest, before we move on uh, and get on to that 7 o'clock hour. Silence is golden, like you are, like I always say. Thank you very much. Oh, the click might have been on mute. No, I ain't got none. Okay. I figured. I figured. Perfect. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you for your presence, both of you gentlemen. Uh, just went over pretty much uh, week 13 scores, week 14 scores, a little bit of insight on some of the games. Uh, stayed off of one game in particular for a very good reason because you want to hear about it, you don't have to come back. You don't have to come back and listen to the Shakedown Show or call in 914-205-5796. You're going to hear Shakers. We're going to get into that one. We're going to get real deep and dive into that one. I can't wait to get into that one. Um, and then just so you guys are all clear, uh, he was correct on back-to-back, but it is five Giants. Six Jets, seven Giants. So New Jersey, New York, whatever, they do have back-to-back, but it is Jets, Giants, Jets, as we speak, five, six, seven, um, uh, as it, as we're moving forward. Um, so keep that in mind, and, and we will see you in an hour, less than an hour. We'll be right back, y'all. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.